As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Three, two, one, and we are live. Welcome to the Self-Belief Chief Podcast, you wonderful people. You're here with David Holman. And if you've ever asked the question, am I good enough? Whether it's in your relationships or your performance or your career or in terms of your health, whatever it might be, then you're in the right place. We're not here to hype you up. We're here to give you strategies and techniques to help you transform your life in those areas. Ones that I've shared with the highest performers from Olympic athletes to business owners. So make sure to hit that subscribe button, share your favorite episodes, and remember, if you change today, today will change your life. Today's quote comes from the subject of who we're going to speak about today, Jake Paul. And the quote is, When you see there's a fork in the road, use a spoon instead. Yep, that was an actual quote that he once used. And it's not really that funny. But Jake Paul is an interesting character. If you don't know who Jake Paul is, he is a YouTube celebrity. But he's now more than that. He's becoming more and more mainstream because... Aside from having millions of subscribers on YouTube and followers on Instagram and everywhere else, when he was younger, posting kind of crazy videos, funny videos, music occasionally, he's now in a place where he's actually boxing. And people were like, what, a YouTuber as a boxer? Is this this the most ridiculous thing ever? And what's starting to happen is very, very interesting. And we're going to get into all of this. We're going to get into what makes Drake Paul as confident as he is. Some people call it brashness or arrogance, but we're going to have a look at that. So a summary for this episode is to have a look at Jake Paul and what makes him able to continually reach new levels of fame, reach new levels in terms of wealth, because he's unbelievably rich at this point, but also reach new levels in terms of how he connects with people, whether you love him or hate him. He creates a really intense reaction, and that is quite a rare thing to create that intense reaction. So we're going to look at all of this stuff. So let's get into it. So let's talk a bit more about who Jake Paul is. Jake Paul is one of the brothers, one of the Paul brothers. His brother Logan Paul, also similarly in the social media world, and also a fighter who unbelievably somehow is going to be fighting Floyd Mayweather. Now, that's a whole thing in itself. How that's even happened, This Logan Paul, he's had one professional fight against another YouTuber, which he lost, and yet he's getting a chance to fight one of the greatest fighters of all time, who's never lost. 
how has the world got to this point where fights like th- fights like these are even happening? Well, with both of them, it's one extraordinary quality. Bulletproof confidence. Both of them have it in abundance. And people, whether you love or hate it, have a real fascination with someone who has complete certainty. A complete sense of certainty of what they're trying to do. Because that's what confidence is. It's a complete sense of absolute certainty. That doesn't necessarily mean they have bulletproof self-belief. And we're going to get into that specifically with Jake Paul. You can have bulletproof confidence in the ability to do something, but not necessarily have a you know a strong foundation in terms of your own self-belief. And you might recognize this for your own life. These situations and moments, you probably have an area of your life where you're extremely confident. And yet you're wondering, why in all these other areas do I not have that level of confidence well part of it's that general lack of you know a, a lack of self-belief but also having the understanding of how to perform in different areas i find this stuff really interesting really really interesting and what i do with clients is i take what works in one area and use those qualities in a different area but let's get into jake paul so you've got the paul brothers and they just started out originally like posting videos, I think it was on Vine or something, and then Vine went away and they started posting on YouTube and just started getting millions and millions and millions of people watching this. Why are all these people so fascinated? Why are they watching? They're doing these crazy things with absolute certainty. If you can come across with absolute certainty, it will change your life. And I say come across... I don't mean being rude or arrogant, but having the certainty in your decision making and the certainty in terms of what you communicate. The most certain person in a conversation or a debate always wins. The most certain person always wins. Certainty isn't being about isn't about being louder or more brash. It's the firmness and the conviction. It's no hesitation. It's not pausing. It's understanding very clearly. Your point, understanding very clearly, it doesn't mean switching off and not listening and not having empathy. It's having those qualities and then being certain with your response. So I want to look at what makes Jake Paul so confident because he keeps growing, keeps growing. And then he got into music, gets into music and then millions of people doing, you know, listening and watching to that. He's getting paid so much money. I believe according to uh, according to Google, his net worth is about 19 million dollars by this point. He's 24, right? 25, 24, something like that. He gets into music. And then all of a sudden he decides, I actually really enjoy boxing. People are scoffing and laughing at it. And he fights another YouTuber, beats him quite easily. Okay. Then an NBA player calls him out. Everyone's going, okay, this NBA player is an actual athlete. Jake Paul absolutely knocks knocks him out. In one of the most embarrassing fashions, where this NBA player is now a meme of him just lying down on the floor. Okay, uh, and then we go, oh, he's an NBA athlete, he's an NBA athlete. So Jake Paul then fights an MMA fighter, a UFC fighter, a mixed martial arts fighter. And everyone goes, okay, well, he can't be an actual, he might not be a boxer, but he can't be an actual fighter. He knocks out this fighter even quicker. How has he got this level of confidence to go in through, and by the way, forget all of this, He's only had three professional fights, and yet millions and millions of people are watching this. There's a lot of pressure, and yet he's performing. 
and people and he's he's got you know the confidence to go with it people some people love him some people absolutely hate him and yet he's becoming more and more mainstream because people are just fascinated with how does he have so much certainty i'm going to talk about exactly why and what allows him to be as confident as he is it's remarkable just watch a video of him on youtube and you'll have your own opinion i'm not saying you're going to like him you'll just have your own opinion and you'll think god how can someone actually be like this so here's a few things one most people when they want to be confident in something they figure out one way of doing it think about something in an area of your life that you want to be good at that you want to be different do you want more money do you want more you know more people in your life do you want to grow your business? Do you want to, you know, improve your performance? Are you an athlete? What is it that you want to do? And then I ask you a question. Do you have more than one way of being able to achieve that goal? I'm not saying not having, you know, one one solution that's, you know, the, the best solution and that you can call that solution A. But do you have more than one way of achieving that goal? The reality is most people I've ever spoken with don't and then there's a problem the problem is there's so much pressure on this one road to making this thing work that the emotions become overwhelming when we're actually involved if you think you know in any of those contexts you only got one way of doing it one way of achieving the ultimate goal then you put too much pressure on it it's too much anxiety and here's the thing with jake paul his goal is millions of millions of people watching his content and making millions and millions of dollars. That's it, really. Now, I've heard him talk about other things that he wants to do, and he wants to be a fighter and all these things. But at the end of the day, he wants the, he wants clout. He wants fame. He wants presence. He wants persona. Boxing is just another way of doing it. He could do the same. He could do different things. He could do boxing. He could do music. He could do an interview, he could do, you know, absolute, he's got so many different roads that he can follow to get to the target of where he's trying to get to, that when it comes to a boxing match, he's fearless, because in many ways, it doesn't actually matter. It can hit the target in multiple ways. So it's not the end of the world. Whereas other people who are fighting, everything rides on that. Everything rides on that. And so one of the things about confidence is having multiple roads to achieve the same target. So I want you to think of your target and think of what is it you're trying to do. Even if you've got quite a specific goal, ask yourself, why am I trying to do that specific goal? And then you might find your vision's actually slightly bigger. You know, why do you want to be a highly decorated athlete? You know, why do you want to win a gold medal? Why do you want a PB? Why do you want... Because, and people say, you know, when people think about it, you know what, I'd like people to see me in a certain way. Okay, right. How would you like people to see you? I would like people to see me as, you know, a role model or an inspiration. Or I'd like people to, you know, have pride in me. I like. I would like people to, you know, remember me in a fond way. Okay. What if we had 10 ways of doing that? Because what that then does as an athlete 
is if you actually can meet those needs of pride and you know to be remembered fondly and to be inspirational if you've got other ways of doing it it's not the be all and end all and yet you can just perform with that freedom and just before you think am i taking you know taking the edge off or something along those lines most people talk about when they performed when they were younger when they enjoyed it when it was fun when they were free when they were relaxed and they're very good at it you want to get back to that point and take some of that pressure off that the things we really want what if we had other ways of doing those things and then we can just enjoy what we do more that's the same of if you want more people in your life. Why do you want more people in your life? Okay, whatever the answer is, what if there's multiple ways of doing it? Which, by the way, surprise, surprise, there is. And so that's what Jake Paul has. He's smart. You might look at him and go, oh, what is he on? But he's smart. He's been doing this for a while. He knows ultimately what he's trying to do, rightly or wrongly. Whether it will make him happy or not, who knows. And he's got multiple roads of getting there. And so he can live with this kind of sense of freedom in terms of, if I don't get it this way, I'll get it that way. If I don't do it this way, I'll do it that way. So he's got all these different ideas. And that's what comes with having unbelievable vision and clarity. And I can tell, listening to him, when I've been studying him, that he's he he has a great sense of vision of what he's trying to do and most people see vision as a thing where i can have a thought about it no it's for people who are very good at this it's like they paint a picture with so many colors and so much detail and so many specifics like a real piece of art not just like a thought a real genuine piece of art that they have in their mind of what it is that they want what it is they're trying to do Jake Paul isn't focusing all the time on what is it I don't want to do. He's focusing on what do I want. That's it. And that's great in terms of building confidence. What is it that you want? And having this kind of masterpiece of a painting. The reason why I can tell he's very visual is how he talks. How he talks is very visual. But the reason why the Paul brothers do so well, before anyone kind of tries to throw shade at them and say, oh, they're not this, they're not that, oh, they're just YouTubers, whatever. They are unbelievable storytellers. Unbelievable storytellers. They can paint a narrative really as good as anyone. So when people go to throw shade at them, I say, well, hang on. The best people on, you know, the, the most entertaining people on TV are the best storytellers. The most entertaining people in sport are the best storytellers. The best storytellers have always won throughout history. They've always come up to the top. And they're great storytellers. And that is something they have to have unbelievable credit for. The way that they can paint that picture for other people as well. And so when I listen to Jake Paul, he's painting this picture, this narrative, when he's you know, talking about boxing or when he's talking about his music, or he's talking about you know, video creation and stuff like this. He paints a really detailed picture. And that's part of the fascination that people have, even if you hate them. You kind of just have to listen because they're doing such a good job of painting that picture. So you have all these people in history who are unbelievable painting these pictures. Whether it's actors, whether it's athletes, whether it's, um, you know, 
certain politicians that have been sort of more well known or more liked over time. They're great storytellers. Even someone that you might not like, even someone like Donald Trump, what you have to give him credit for, is he's actually an unbelievable storyteller. He can paint the narrative, even if it's lies, even if it's not true, he paints a good picture. He paints a narrative. And that's the fascination. Now you have to listen. Love them or hate them. And some of these people don't really care if you love or hate them because, this, you know, the money just keeps going up. If you've got a fascination with people who want to, who hate you and therefore are watching and listening to you, you're getting paid. And then, of course, the people who love you, you are getting paid. And that's the fascination. So Jake Paul is an unbelievable storyteller. And that tells me that he's very good in terms of his visualization and clarity, which is the first step to building confidence in anything. So that's another huge part of it. And then once you have those ingredients, and I've spoken about this before, it's then having the right level of energy as well. And, you know, Jake Paul uses his energy very well. He doesn't sort of, you know, it's the passion that comes with it, it's the enthusiasm that comes with it. And he uses his body and his physiology. And part of that's through his fitness as well that allows it and adds to the layers. He's got that clarity and vision, then he adds layers with the energy. And then the next part, is the repetition of language. When it comes to confidence, three parts come into the equation. Focus, body, language. He's got the vision, using his body, and then he it's the repetition of the language. And some of the, some of the language you might think is cocky and arrogant and whatever it might be, and maybe those things are true. But because he's got such a clear vision, because he's got such a high amount of energy, it then creates the language. It creates the language for him. And he might still have the ability to do that, but it's those, without those other things, the language wouldn't be as certain and firm as it is. And his language paints the picture, but it's also the re repetition of it. It's the simplicity of message as well. And he'll just repeat the same things over and over and over again. And so he's repeating those messages very much to himself. Half the things he's saying is for him, for sure for his own sense of confidence with something and you just he will repeat those messages over again so actually in terms of ingredients i'm not surprised he has a lot of confidence to be able to do something to take on a challenge i'm not surprised by that at all so then there's the other side actually what is his baseline of self-belief really like because as we spoke about you can have the confidence to do something but what's your baseline for self-belief and with him, based on some things that I've come across him saying over the, over the past, I don't actually think that's necessarily that strong, or it's that strong. You know, he's spoken about in the past, he's, and to, to quote him that, he, he overthinks a lot and that he beats himself up as well. He's also expressed that he's struggled with anxiety as well. And so I think part of that confidence, and whilst he's getting those parts right, is like a lot of people they compensate with huge amounts of confidence in a certain area and keep going back to it because that's where they ironically that's where they feel comfortable even if it's challenging even if it's difficult at least i feel comfortable there maybe i don't feel comfortable when i step away from that space and some of you listening might recognize that feeling you might be good in your career but your health and fitness is not where you want it to be or your health and fitness is great but maybe your relationships aren't where you want them to be whatever it might be. And so you operate in a space that you're comfortable in, 
but it doesn't mean that your self-belief ever gets that sort of improvement, ever gets what it really needs. And I think self-belief comes, obviously it's a load of internal work, but it comes from that across the board, that we do feel capable in a number of different areas and that we build our own belief, belief from the self. So it's having the confidence in multiple areas, but having that confidence built from us. I think that's a real important part of self-belief. I'm not entirely sure, as Jake has spoken about, that he necessarily has that. So what is it that he's going to need going forward? Well, it's not really for me to say. It's not like he's a client or anything like that. But I think as he gets older, as he matures, and starts to recognise some of the realities of life, which he's maybe already experienced, but some more things that will inevitably come his way just as part of getting older. But also just seeing other sides of life. I mean, he's been in this, you know, in the game of kind of YouTube and fame and money and all this stuff from a very young age. And so it's not like he knows a lot else. And it's difficult and it's a lot of pressure that he's had to face. If any of us imagine from a young age being under that much spotlight and scrutiny and pressure, it must be incredibly difficult, for sure. So for me, someone in, in that type of situation, I wonder how much internal work he does do. How much internal work does he do to get his value system in the right order? And that's something that I'd imagine is not where it want, where he probably wants it to be at the moment. He wouldn't recognise it necessarily. But if I asked him, you know, what order are your values in? Well, firstly, like most people, he probably doesn't know. But he'd think about it and he'd say, well, these are my sort of top 10 values. And I'd say, okay, what order do they need to be in for you to be happier? And like everyone I've ever done that with, he will move and change the order. He'll move the values around. He'll say, actually, I need to value this more. I need to value this less. And he puts some new ones in, takes some old ones out. And I'll say, I didn't ask you to change or move them. I just said, what order do they need to be in? And that will prove that basically, like everyone else, we've got our values in the wrong order. And I think it's that shift in values. When we have our values in different order, we become a different person. I'd be interested to see what order he thinks his values could be in for him to feel happier, to feel a greater sense of harmony and peace internally. Because from quotes he said, I'm not sure that he has that necessarily at the moment. One thing I did want to mention, though, and I'm sure he probably regrets it now. He he once, speaking about anxiety, and he had a quote which people gave him so much shade, so much criticism for, when he spoke about anxiety and said, remember, anxiety is created by you. Now, some of you listening may struggle with anxiety at points and times. And for those of you who, who really ever have, that sort of quote isn't particularly helpful. Just to say it's created by us. Anxiety is like a very, it's a very real thing. A very real thing. And sometimes people think they've, oh, I suffer from anxiety because they're going through a little bit of stress here or there. And then there's people who genuinely, as a, it's a very real, anxiety is a very real thing for them. So anxiety isn't always created by us. Do we have the power and the uh, ability and influence to come out of it ourselves, to be able to do that work to get us out of that space? Absolutely. But it's not always created by us, the anxiety. 
no shit happens in life that puts us in difficult spots and difficult situations so that quote i just wanted to touch on that because i'm sure he regrets it now it's it's not a helpful quote for people who have anxiety such and he, he says that he's suffered from it as well is it's okay if you're experiencing that anxiety it's okay you're allowed to feel anxious you're allowed to go through anxiety i know you don't want to but you're allowed to have it and but we do have the resources and power to come through it for sure absolutely for sure and so with things like anxiety and that stress and that pressure that comes with life i always say you know i don't know say i remember tony robbins once said fear is physical fear is physical and anxiety stress all of those things usually have a basis in fear fear is physical and so using your body is a great way to overcome that anxiety and getting your body and getting your you know getting healthier and fitter and sharper it helps you build up your resilience it helps build up testosterone and oxytocin which are important hormones for feeling better feeling good for feeling confident and reduce cortisol which is the stress hormone so that's why getting the body sharp and feeling fit but also moving your body in certain ways and not sort of slumping all these things are important building blocks for confidence and i reckon that's a huge reason why jake paul got into boxing as he's doing now and he's now becoming mainstream and he's now actually on you know sports shows being debated and people are now giving a little bit of credit because you know he's actually beaten a real fighter but I think a big part of it is he's felt that bug with fitness and with boxing. That actually he's noticing that the changes biologically, the cortisol's going down, which is probably what's causing mostly his anxiety. And then his testosterone and oxytocin levels are sort of being boosted more often. And so I think that's why he's really got into boxing. I'm sure there are five other reasons as well that he would speak about. But I think that will be a big part of it. And so you don't have to get into boxing. But like Jake did, and I do think as he's getting older, that it just is becoming a, a bit more peaceful. I can still see that sort of arrogance and brashness. But, you know, that's that's the personality. That's what he's trying to do. That's how he's making his money. Whether that dies down after a while with a bit more maturity, maybe. But at the moment, it's working for him. So why would he stop? But... I can see the benefits. I have heard him talk about the benefits. And so getting your body right, if you really want to know why you lack any sense of self-belief and confidence, people's physiology, their body, how they move, not just if they can run a marathon or something like that, doesn't necessarily equate to that. How do you move? How do you move? Is your sleep right? Do you drink enough water? Is your diet good? All of these things are really, really important ingredients. So get your body right. But for Jake Paul and what he's doing going forward, it's interesting. You know, it is really, really interesting. It's a sort of new age of personality. It's this new medium that's, you know, bringing rise to stars. And you know what? Every medium at some point, <coughs> excuse me, goes through this. Where they, people who are the first ones who are successful on the medium get a load of hate. Saying, oh, that's not the way to do it. I just wish people could stop doing that and sort of recognize that there'll always be new mediums and therefore it will always bring to light different types of personalities and different types of fame. It'll always be the case and it's 
you know, obviously all these things, often there's a, a, a sense of jealousy in there as well. How are these people managed to do these things? So we can't throw shade on people for doing that. What I would say is this. As more mediums come about, as social media grows, as, as the ways that people consume entertainment and everything changes, it does move us further and further away from what actually makes human beings happy and content. It does move us away from that from that basis because if you think from when we were born, you know, human beings were built a certain way. And at the beginning of time, you didn't have TVs and social media and all these things. If you ever read the book, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, sort of a good summary of this in there, which is 100 years ago, value was placed on people's character, who they were as a person, how they treated people. 100 years later, move on to today, and what people seem to value is personality. You know, that shine, that sort of brashness how we are outwardly not who we are internally and as we be get rewarded for who we are outwardly by being louder or brasher or trying to be more entertaining we're actually a lot of the times we get into it can get into that addiction of i need to do more i need to be more i need to put more filters on my photos i need to um my videos to be louder i need my videos to be you know funnier rather than just working on our character. See, no one works on their character anymore, who they are internally. Most people try to perfect the external world and receive. Not many people try to perfect the internal world and then share. To become the character that would really make us happy and harmonious and peaceful internally and then from that place have a very solid foundation to do some absolutely incredible things in life and so that's why i find stories like a story like jake paul's very interesting because this is sort of the furthest away from being character centric it's the furthest extreme of personality being rewarded i'm interested to know how this story ends what happens and what's the next evolution of this? There'll always be a need to find that character study, to work on that character, not just to present a certain way. Because as Jake has found, if you work on the personality side, you might have the confidence to do something, but you might not have the self-belief day to day. Anyway, for the analysis and for uh, what he's doing so far and for being a subject to this podcast, thank you, Jake Paul. My name is David Holman. If you change today, today will change your life. So enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your life. And I'll speak to all of you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to keep up to date with the latest episodes. And if you would like a free copy of my book, very simple, leave a review on iTunes and email selfbeliefchief at gmail.com with the headline free book and we'll make sure to send you an audio copy of the book. Otherwise, I'll speak to you next time.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 